Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, friend. Oh my goodness. I am so excited about today's episode. I'm going to warn you, I am not pulling any punches in this episode. Um, so... I'm just, we're just, we're, we're just going to dive right in. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. This, this comment came in, someone shared this struggle with me a few weeks ago and I have really wanted to talk about it. It just didn't have time on the podcast plan that I had already planned. So here we go. We are diving in today. I'm so excited to dig into this. All right. This is what this person said. They said they are struggling with the dead feeling of pouring my life into a job just so they can afford to quit to regain their life. Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. And I think a lot of us can say we've been there, right? I don't care what job you're in. At some point, it feels like you are just pouring into like a bucket with holes in it, right? And you just really want to live your best life. But how do you do that when all you do is X, Y, or Z? And that could be related to the mundane life of being a stay-at-home mom. It could be related to a job that you don't necessarily love outside of your home. It could be you're an entrepreneur and you feel like you're pouring everything you have into this business and it's not growing the way that you hoped, right? So whatever your job, I think that this, this episode can apply. I hope. Anyway. All right. So What I really want you to walk away with is like a massive perspective shift in this episode. But first, we need to talk about your personality and like the way you've been created. Okay? So if you are anything like me and if you are struggling with this feeling of like feeling like you're wasting time at this job or doing this task or whatever, then you probably have a little bit of similarity to me. You may be easily bored. Um, you might struggle with like setting long-term goals. Like we're talking like really big picture things like multiple years. Um, you may be like a really big picture thinker. Um, and so you might struggle with doing those here and now tasks, the not fun things, the mundane things, the boring things. You may really struggle with that because you want what's next. There are people that are like really good at the here and now. They are great at doing the next thing. They're good at like writing the list and just doing it. They often don't second guess. I call them the magical unicorns of the world. They don't get bored as quickly and they're probably honestly better at long-term goals. My husband is like this. He will work at a goal for like years. Meanwhile, I have jumped around from like idea to idea to idea, (laughs) right? You know, you know who you are. Um, You may also have ADHD. Um, You might be an Enneagram 7. You might be an Enneagram 4, Enneagram 2. I'm just coming up with all the numbers I can think of or possibly a 9. These are people that um, if this is something that you're struggling with, this feeling of 
like feeling like you're pouring into this thing and you want something more. You're like, I am so tired of this. I'm tired of, I'm bored. I'm tired. I don't want to. That feeling, right? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, you may also have really big things that you want to do and you feel like you're stuck here just wishing for those things to happen. My question to you in all of this is if this is you, if you feel like you're bored, you're stuck in the mundane, you really hate where you're at right now and you want something better, my question to you is why can't you have both? Because this person has said that they are tired of pouring into this work just so they can quit to regain their life. And my question is, why can't it be both? My guess is that you're struggling with a little bit of all or nothing thinking. And all or nothing thinking usually leads us to like one extreme or the other. But you have to be really careful with all or nothing thinking because that is often the thing that derails most of the progress towards like any of our good goals. All or nothing thinking is like, I don't want to do this and I hate this, so I'm not going to do any of it. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to do this thing over here. But in order to do that thing over there, you really need the money from the job that you just quit. (laughs) Right? Right? Or it can be reversed and you can be like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to get 14 jobs and I'm going to work myself into the ground and I'm going to do all these things and be burnt out from that so that now I don't have the energy to do the things that I've been dreaming of for so long. That's how all or nothing thinking often shows up. It's very extreme. Um, So my question is in this is if you have a job that you don't necessarily love, whether whatever that job is, maybe it's a part of your job that you're like, I hate this. I would quit in a heartbeat if I could. (laughs) Maybe it's something that you don't want to quit, but you still are really struggling in that mundane and you feel like you can't live your best life. And my question is, why can't you have both? And so the first thing that we need to do when we think about shifting that all or nothing thinking is realize that you can choose your feelings. This is absolutely crucial to staying in a place of joy and peace and contentment and delight and wonder while you are also in a place that is messy and it's not where you want to be and you're not really happy here, but you know that you have like you can't get out right you can't get out of this so I actually shared an entire podcast episode on this idea of choosing your feelings you can head to it by going to chasingwonderment.com slash 32 because it's episode number 32 um but really the idea of this is I want you to ask yourself if you quit like let's just imagine for a second that you quit the job you quit the job you stop doing the things that you hate all the things I want you to ask yourself, if you did that, what would you feel? What is it that you're actually longing to feel? And then the next question is, how can you create those feelings right now? Because often we are longing for these feelings and we think that this really big life change is going to make it all better. When I get the new house, when I get the new car, when we go here, when we go on vacation. And guess what? When you get there, it's not really all that in a bag of chips because often we trick ourselves into thinking that once we get there I'm putting that in air quotes we'll be happy right like but that's all it is it's a trick 
You're tricking, your brain is tricking you into thinking that you need more, that you need better, that you need different. And I can guarantee you, you are not going to be any more happy, free, joyful, peaceful, or fill in the blank once you get there. Maybe you will for a moment, but it's not going to last because it's the same you. You are the same person that you just were before you bought the new car or quit the job or did the fancy thing. And you are the one that's in charge of how you feel each and every day. You're in charge. The moment you get there or a few days after you get there, you're going to want something else. You're going to want something new. You're going to want something better. You're going to be bored. You're going to be tired. You get to choose how you feel. This is often the simplest but most life-altering shift that you can make in your brain is imagining what you want to feel, thinking about what you want to feel, and how you can create those feelings today. For example, if you want to get fit and you want to get healthy, what is it that you want to feel? Do you want to feel like your first thoughts probably going to feel skinny? No, skinny is not a feeling. You probably want to feel confident. Underneath all of it, you want to feel confident. Guess what? You can choose to do something that creates a feeling of confidence right now. Before you do all the things or go on a fad diet and crash diet and like try to lose all this weight all at once. It's it's not going to make you happy by doing this big life-altering thing. You choose your happy right now. You choose it in the middle of the mess, in the middle of the discomfort and the things that you don't love. You choose. So I want you to lean into the feelings that you want to feel and how you can create those feelings right now. Again, it is often the simplest of things that can make the biggest shift in your life. Let's say you want to feel productive. You're like, I feel like I'm just wasting my time. Guess what? When you come home, do something productive. It could be putting away the dishes. It could be knitting on your your knitting project that you're working. I don't know what it is, but you're going to feel productive and it's going to give you that feeling instead of just waiting for it in the future. You tracking with me? You got me? Okay. The next thing that I want to talk about shifting is this idea of I have to to I want to. And I almost said I get to, but Mm, I, I really want to shift to I want to. And here's here's where I'm going with this. This year, I have really stepped into my word for the year. And I'll be honest, I was really nervous about this word. I chose the word increase. And what that's honestly looked like is the increase of a very mundane workload. Like, read, not fun. Very not fun for this Enneagram 7 ENFP fun-loving, spontaneity-loving human being. But the difference between have to and want to comes in a massive mindset shift. And like, this is where the good stuff is. This is what I hope you like, listen up, put your earbuds in, turn off the other distractions. This is where it gets, this is like the mindset shift I really hope you get from this. See, when you stay stuck in this idea of I have to, I have to go to work, I have to wash the dishes, I have to do this thing, you're immediately bringing up all these feelings of like, ugh, I don't want to. It's like making your toes curl. It's just, ugh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean. (laughs) However, if you shift to this idea of want to, now I know you may not want to do all the things, But what I'm talking about with wanting to do this is wanting to steward 
the life that you have well. All of it. I'm talking about the mundane stuff and the fun stuff. I'm talking about the work and the play. I'm talking about the good and the bad. Here's the thing. When I started shifting to this idea that I am stewarding it, I'm holding the things that have been given to me in my hands and I want to do them well. Now it changes the way that I approach even the mundane. Because here's the thing. In reality, on the other side of all the things I don't love is the growth that I'm actually wanting. On the other side of being consistent on my social media posting, sharing on Instagram, getting on stories, making reels, on the other side of that consistency, what I struggle with, the mundane stuff, right, are the clients that I am longing to find and to serve. Those people that I know that I can help, that I can encourage, but I have to do the uncomfortable work, the mundane work, before I get there. I have to do it. It's, it's like the, the first part. On the other side of faithfully working in my home and doing the dishes and folding the laundry day in and day out and running the vacuum and doing another load and doing all the things that I don't love, on the other side of that is the orderly, tidy home that I am dreaming of. That's what doing that, that's what stewardship gets me. For, for me, this is like a massive mindset shift. It's from have to to want to. Because on the other side of the uncomfortable stuff, that's where all the growth happens. Growth happens in discomfort. So leaning into what feels uncomfortable instead of running away from it is where we grow the most. So what I've had to do is realize I don't have to do this. I want to do this because my real desire is to steward this well. It is to do all the things well. As a mom, things come with motherhood that are not fun. Like when they're little, it's, you know, the changing of the diapers and the waking up at midnight to feed them and all the things. Now that they're older, it's making sure that they learn how to discipline themselves and making sure they get all the soap out of their hair in the shower and making sure they eat at least something healthy once a day, right? Like there are not fun things that come with every job and any job you're in. But if you decide to run away from it, First of all, as a mom, if I decide to run away from it, like, my kids do not thrive. I don't raise good adults. And what am I teaching them to do? Run away from all their problems too, right? Like, eh, we're never going to clean the house. Who needs to do that? No, we do. <laughs> but when you realize that this, this job that you've been given, whatever it is, is yours for a reason and it's yours for a season, and you decide that you are going to steward it well, you're shifting your mindset from having to to understanding that you are a part of a bigger picture. And it's not just a mundane job. Faithful stewardship always, always, always leads to growth or reward in one way or another. I don't know how it's going to show up. It might not come from like seeing the money in your bank account. It might come from watching your family thrive as you help um, provide for them. Like that may be a part of the fruit of your work, right? It You don't know how the blessings and the rewards are going to come. But when you decide to plant something in the ground, like we are planting this idea 
that I'm going to steward this well. I'm going to show up well while I'm here for as long as I'm here. I'm going to do this. Like I'm choosing this. All of it. The uncomfortable and the comfortable. That is how we steward things. You're shifting your mindset from this have to to want to even in the discomfort. And I know this is like, I'm, I'm not, again, I said I'm not pulling punches today. <laughs> but this is where growth happens. Growth happens if you press into discomfort and what's uncomfortable. I call it like pressing in. This year has been, I keep telling my friends, like it's been a lot of pressing in. It's been pressing in when I don't want to, pressing in when I'm uncomfortable, pressing in and keeping going when I don't, when I'm tired, when I'm overwhelmed, when I feel like I can't do anymore. It's like, nope, I can do this. I must press in because I know this is where the good stuff happens. Okay. All right. So how do we get our mindset ready for this kind of uncomfortable growth that pressing in tends to bring with it? First of all, I want you to clarify where you're at right now. You have got to get clear on where you're at. So, all right, you don't love your job. Okay, real talk. Can you leave? Like, would it hurt your family? Would it hurt your finances? Would it affect the current calling on your life? Your job, even if it's uncomfortable, may be your calling. Maybe you like some aspects of it, but not others, but maybe it's part of your calling. And would it hurt you knowing that you've given up on yet another area of work instead of seeing it through? Because I promise you, you've probably given up on at least one other thing in your life, if not many. Because you're probably like me. <laughs> it's really easy to give up when the going gets tough. And so if you don't love it, I just want you to get clear on, on where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're happy, you're sad, you're kind of in the middle, you're bored, you're meh, whatever. Just get honest with yourself. Like, okay, I am working here. I don't love it. It's not my dream job. I really hate the work. I, I'm struggling with the environment. Or maybe it's something like, I don't mind the work, but I'm just really bored and I want more. And Or I feel like I've got a bigger vision for my life and I don't know what that is. Okay, now you know where you're at. Just get it out. Get it out on paper. For me, honestly, I'm not going anywhere as a mom. Like, don't think I'm going to, like, run away from my kids. <laughs> I love my family. I love my kids. But the things that I so often want to escape are very heavily tied to things that really, really matter. I don't love folding laundry, but, like, my family needs clothes. We're not joining a nudist colony, guys. <laughs> I don't love homeschooling. I am not a born and bred teacher. But we've committed to it for this year and my kids' education matters. Like it matters to me that they know how to read and write and do arithmetic and learn history and all that fun stuff, right? So often when we clarify, we get really clear on the things that we're doing, the things that we don't love, the things that we do love, but what truly matters about is about it all. And that's what I want you to get from this like clarity exercise. All right, the next thing that I want you to do is to connect or reconnect with your vision. Maybe you've never done any kind of like vision casting or dreaming about your future exercise. It would be so good for you to sit down with a piece of paper and just write what you want, what you're longing for, what you desire, what do you want to feel in the future? How do you want to grow as a human being? Maybe you've done that before and you've lost your connection to it. So you need to reconnect to that. I do this like all the time. It's a part of my goal setting process. 
And if you want to know more about that, you can head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash group, G-R-O-U-P. That is the wait list for our next group goal setting um, thing. It'll be in the beginning of 2023. Um, But this is like massive. It's a massive part of the way that I live my life, the way that I get intentional about what I want next, right? And for me, this really began shifting at the beginning of this year. Um, It looked a lot this year like leaning into new words and phrases that I was seeing showing up in this vision casting process. So for instance, normally my like words and phrases that really show up a lot in my goal setting are like freedom and joy and delight and wonder and projects and creativity. This year I started seeing organized and orderly and consistent and persistent and I was like, ugh. (laughs) No, not really. I was actually kind of excited about it. It's really interesting to see that shift. But what I realized was as these words were popping up in my goal setting, I realized that it was a hint of like really big changes. See, I have like super big dreams, like really big dreams, but I know that I can't up level and carry that load until the stuff that I'm stewarding now is like rock solid. I cannot take on the load of the dreams that I have until I can handle the current load that I have. And y'all, I have a family. It's not gonna get any lighter, right? Until maybe they're like in high school and can drive themselves. (laughs) It's not gonna get lighter. Kids are a responsibility. So until I can carry the load of motherhood and the business that it's at at this current moment and all the chores and the laundry and the to-dos and helping with the family business and all the things that I'm currently doing, I can't up-level. I can't get to the next level. And I think that God knew that, which is why he was like, hey, guess what? This year we're going to increase. You're going to want order. You're going to want consistency. You're going to need to lean into that persistence, to lean in and press in when it gets uncomfortable, when you want to stop, when you don't want to. This is the year for it. I don't know what next year holds. I'm really excited about it. (laughs) Probably more of the same. Here's the thing, like we said in about stewardship, if you hold what you've been given right now really well to the best of your ability, I'm not talking about perfectionism, I'm talking about stewarding it to the best that you can at the moment that you're at. You never know what might come next, but you won't get there until you hold this right now. You won't get there. You will not be able to up-level, to change, to grow as a human being until you can hold this. So are you holding it well? When it comes to reconnecting or connecting with your vision, I want you to get really clear on what that vision is for your future. Again, you can do that in our group coaching program Um, at the beginning of the year. We're going to dive into all of this, but getting really clear on that, it's, It's so good because I truly believe that everyone is here for a reason and it is like the best, most exciting adventure ever. Like it's awesome (laughs) to get to uncover each piece of our purpose. It's so exciting. So if you need to reconnect or connect with your vision for the first time, just sit down and write the dreams that are on your heart. What are you doing in the future? Who do you want to help? Where are you going? What do you want to feel like? What does that all look like? Now, the problem with this is when we get to this place of understanding where we're at right now 
and now we set the vision and we see this huge gap in between, right? Because you know that you can't get out of the things that are uncomfortable. You can't quit your job right now. You can't, um, I can't put my kids in school right now. It's not our choice. And because we've chosen this as our difficult, that is what I'm doing. I am going to follow this through, right? So how do we get from point A to point B? The biggest thing that you need to understand is that while you're here in point A, you steward it to the best of your ability and you decide why you're working towards this. And then you may also shift some actions that will help you prepare better for what's next because we don't just stay stuck here. We also use that vision to help propel us forward. Now you've got a better understanding of where you'd like to go, the kind of job you'd like to have. Okay, now you know what do your finances need to look like in order for you to make that shift? What does your family need to look like in order for you to make that shift? I know that some of the dreams on my heart cannot happen until my kids are older. It's just not going to work, right? I do not want to do that to my family. It would not be fair to my kids. It wouldn't be fair to my kids to like travel the world and do all the things if I can't take them with me, if it's not the right timing. So why rush it and do something that is out of alignment and make it uncomfortable when I know that now I can persist in the moment in the chores and the mundane things that I don't necessarily love while also working towards that bigger picture vision. Does that make sense? All right. So the thing that is going to keep you on this path of uncomfortable growth is clarifying why you're doing it. Please hear me. Why is like the most important thing. This is life-alteringly good, <laughs> okay? Your why matters so much more than you're giving it credit for. So when you clarify your why, you have to decide what you're working towards, what you're fighting for. What are you, what are you working on, right? Like if you're staying at this job, why are you staying at this job? What is it that's going to keep you here? You're going to decide why you're working towards it. Why does it matter that you stay? Maybe the only reason you stay is to prove to yourself that you can follow through with something for X amount of time. Maybe you give yourself a time deadline. I'm going to stick with this through the end of next year. And if I don't see any growth, I'm going to look into something else. But for now, I want to steward this well. I'm going to steward this for as long as I need to be here, right? I want you to ask why does it matter? And how much does it matter? How much does it matter to you? Listen to me, everything in my business changed when I got crystal clear on why I was doing this work. I had this endless cycle of highs and lows and excitement and frustration about my goals for Chasing Wonderment. And this can happen with any job, right? You get really excited about the new schedule that you make for your family and you go to try it and it fails and it flops and you flop on your face and you feel like an utter failure. You feel like you're a terrible mom, right? You're bad at your job. We all have this. <laughs> Doesn't matter what your job is. Maybe you are you are in this job and when you got it, you were super excited and you were so excited and now that the mundane has kicked in and it feels boring, you're not excited and you feel like the rug's been ripped out from under you. Again, you're flat on your face. 
this cycle of highs and lows massively affects your mental health, your joy, your well-being, all the things. It affects you. It does matter. It matters that you are having these extreme highs and lows. And the reason that why changed this so much for me is for my business, I kept rehashing the question, do I want to quit or do I want to keep going? Do I want to quit? Do I want to keep going? And you can do this in like micro quitting, even as a mom, like you have days where you don't want to do it. You don't want to do the work. You don't want to go to the, you know, the sink one more time and wash another dish or answer another question about snacks and you just might avoid it, right? You go into like shutdown mode and you avoid things. The problem with that is every time you go into that shutdown mode where you feel like you're a failure or you don't want to do it or whatever your reason is, now you have to hype yourself up at such an extreme level to get back up to that high again. The idea of picking your why stops that extreme high and low and it turns it more into like little mountains and like little valleys. They're, they're much smaller. We're going from an extreme roller coaster to like a little kitty roller coaster. <laughs> this is the point where you will decide what you're made of and how long you're in it for. Listen, as a mom, I'm in it for life, right? That's it. As a business owner, I am in it for life. I have decided. This is what changed everything for me and my business. My business, well, my business began to grow the first time, for the first time in like years when I made this decision. And other areas of my life started to change too. It is massively, massively helpful. What I decided for me was that it didn't matter how many times I fell down. I knew that I was going to get back up because I am called to this work, because I love this work, because I love being your hype girl. I love my clients. I love sharing encouragement and helping people keep going. It's like in my bones. I can't get it out of my DNA. I adore it. When I realized that's why I'm doing it, I'm called to this. I know that I'm called to this. I love it with every part of my being, even in the things that I don't love, even in the failures and the days where I don't feel like recording the podcast, I still know that it's worth it. When I got to that level of like, this is why I'm doing it, I realized I'm in this for the long haul. That was what I started telling myself. I'm in this for the long haul. Now, you may be in a job that you're not in for the long haul, and that's okay. But maybe do this exercise and try to figure out why you're in it for how long you're going to be in it and ask yourself those really hard questions so that you can stay in it until it's time to move on, right? So for me, I decided I'm in this for the long haul. I'm in this for as long as it takes. That's I decided what I was working for. I'm working for Chasing Wonderment. I'm working towards this big dream. And I'm working for it because I know that I am called to it. It matters. It can help people. It can encourage people. It can change someone's life. It matters that much. As a mom, you change your children's life every day. Your work matters. It matters. It does. Even if you feel like you're stuck in a dead-end job, your work matters. It matters to your family that you come home to at night, that you help put food on the table for. It matters to that person that you love, that you are able to 
provide for them and to care for them and to show them that you love them, it matters. So decide why you're doing it. Why does it matter? How much does it matter? Get it as deep as you can. Ask why a million times if you have to until you get to the depth of why this work matters. Why does it matter that you stay here, that you stick it out, that you steward it well until you know that you know that it's time to move on? Why does it matter? If you make that decision now, because what this ultimately does is this helps you make a decision. You're making a decision now that you're going to stick with this for as long as you need to or as long as the timing is there for it, right? A new job has not opened up. The opportunity is not there. So maybe you say, I am sticking with this because it matters that I am faithful, that I am persistent and consistent. Maybe that's your why, right? And if that is, you will stay there until the door opens for a new job. That's your, that's your out. But if you do that, you make this decision now. You're making a decision to stick with it until the time to move, until the time for your kids to move out of the house or whatever that changing point is, you are not going to constantly rehash that decision every time you want to quit. Every time you want to give up, every time you feel you don't feel like it today, I don't want to do the thing, I don't want to go to work, I'm just going to call, I'm going to quit, I'm, I'm not going to get out of bed today, this changes the way that you operate every single day. It changes, and the more you apply this, the more areas of your life it applies to. The more you change, the more you grow, the more you learn just what you're made of. All right, the last thing that I wanna talk about in this is what are you willing to sacrifice? Now, this is probably the most uncomfortable but also um, one of the most productive things I've ever done in my life. What happens when you ask yourself if you're willing to sacrifice something in order to make your goals happen is like exponential growth. If you decide ahead of time, again, it's the same thing that we did just in the last thing I talked about, deciding that why. It's a decision. You are deciding that you're ahead of time you're deciding like it's a pre-decision that you are willing to sacrifice this thing in order to make these goals happen I'm losing my voice y'all because I'm getting hype about it um what we're doing is we are deciding ahead of time that you are actually willing to sacrifice you're willing to put that thing down for me, the first time I did this, I decided that I wanted my evenings to be better, smoother, simpler, so that the next day was easier, right? In order to do that, I asked myself, am I willing to sacrifice my alone time and my, my rest and quiet and fun time at night? That was a really hard decision to make. But the thing that happened, the amazing thing that happened was the next time I was sitting on the couch ready to pop on Netflix and I thought, oh, I need to go do the work so that tomorrow flows smoother. I didn't sit there and ask myself, do I want to? Do I feel like it? I don't, I'd rather watch Netflix because guess what? A few weeks ago, I decided I was willing to sacrifice my Netflix time in order to make this happen. It makes it so much easier to let go of the thing that you want in the temporary, in the moment, 
for the thing that you've decided you want in the long term. And you can apply this to all the areas of your life. Like it makes such a big difference. If you decide ahead of time what you're willing to sacrifice and every time you go to do that thing, because you're going to have the mindset blocks, right? You're going to have those things pop up. I don't want to. I don't feel like it. I'm comfy. I'm cozy. I don't want to get off the bed. I don't want to get up. I'm having too much fun. I don't want to turn my phone off. Name whatever excuse you want. If those excuses are derailing you, then it would be a really good idea to ask yourself, are you willing to sacrifice that thing in order to get to the result that you want? Are you willing to sacrifice a couple years at a job that you don't love in order to save up financially so that you can have the freedom to do the job that you're longing for in the future? Or maybe you have the freedom to do both at the same time and slowly build the work that you're longing to do. Or your job gives you the freedom to figure out the work that you're longing to do because you don't even know it yet. <laughs> there are so many ways that you can apply this. Okay, um, I hope this was encouraging. I know it was uncomfortable and hard-hitting. Um, just a quick rundown. Um, I hope that you will take the time to think about whether you're experiencing all or nothing thinking. That's one of the first things we talked about. And remember, you have the power to choose your feelings. Your circumstances don't dictate them. You do. Switch from having to to wanting to by adopting a mindset of stewardship and stewarding all the different aspects of your life to the best of your ability. Clarify where you're at right now. Get really crystal clear. Figure out what you love, what you don't love, what's great, what sucks. Figure it out. The next thing is to connect or reconnect with your vision. Get really clear about where you're going so now you know where you are. You know where you'd like to be and how can you get from point A to point B. Next up, clarify your why. Get really crystal clear on why you're going to stay at point A and work slowly towards point B instead of trying to jump the gun and like go over a mountain trying to get over to point B before you're ready. And last, what are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice your me time, some time at a job that you don't necessarily love? What does that look like? And are you willing to do that in order to get to where you want to be? Okay, one last thing. If you are stuck in a dream job and it's not your dream job, I just want to remind you that it's okay. It's okay. You are allowed to not love your job. I'm not saying all of this to make you feel like you have to put on a happy face and pretend that you like it and everything's going to be fine. No, it's okay. It's okay to not love your job. I believe that we are multifaceted people and often we get stuck thinking we're only supposed to do this one thing. Listen, I felt, I, I spent so many years feeling guilty that I wasn't happy only being a stay-at-home mom. And I don't say only to like degrade the, the position of being a stay-at-home mom. It is a full-time job. It is exhausting. But I realized that I wasn't happy and I felt really, really guilty about that. I felt like a terrible mom. I felt like a terrible wife. I was like, what is wrong with me? But when I let go of that guilt, when I began to really kind of lean into that thought process with curiosity of like, well, why? Why am I not happy? Right? We're doing that vision casting. I was like, why am I, what is missing? 
I realized it wasn't that I was unhappy as a mom. It was the start of a dream for more. And that was the baby vision of chasing wonderment that ended up adding to my life. Not me like failing and feeling like a miserable human being and feeling like I had, you know, just, I don't know, made the wrong decisions and um, just feeling like I wasn't happy and was discontented all the time and feeling guilty about that. I went from that to realizing, oh, it's not just being a mom. Because as a mom, you're not only ever just a mom, you have multiple jobs and multiple callings and it is okay to have multiple things. But just because you're not incandescently happy in one doesn't mean that you have to jump and leave that one in order to do something else. What if you could do both? What if you need to do both for a season? as moms, again, I, I keep talking about moms because that's my experience with this, but but as a mom, it's the little season is exhausting and it takes so much energy and effort and that's like a part of the job description, right? But now that my kids are older, I have space and time for more. That may be what happens with your job and your vision. You may be in a job that you don't love, but you're working towards it and you're using a little bit of that extra money towards working towards the job that you're longing for, towards figuring out what you're longing for, for, towards building that business that you're longing for, that next thing that you want to do, or looking at all the options or going back to college or whatever that looks like. Use this time where you're in this place where you may not love for it to let that baby vision grow and bloom and start to bring it to fruition. And when the timing is right, the stewardship that you've been pouring into the areas that you may not be crazy about, it's going to pay off exponentially. I can guarantee you. And by the way, I'm right there with you because I still have things in my job that I don't love, <laughs> like homeschooling. <laughs> and we're in it for the rest of this year. So guess what? I'm sticking with it. And also, I probably will never love holding my laundry. But I'm in it because, because that's just a part of life. So I really hope that this episode encourages you to think about this job, these things that you have to do, those mundane things in a different light. So maybe you're not constantly feeling pulled between the two. Maybe you realize it's a part of it, but it's not all of it. And you don't have to regain your life. You have your life right now, right here. What are you going to do with it? This is your chance. You've got this. All right. I hope that was encouraging. Um, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, if you want to chat, I would love to meet you for a wonder session. Chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session. W-O-N-D-E-R-S-E-S-S-I-O-N. Um, if you have any questions about um, goal setting, I would love to have you on the wait list. Again, chasingwonderment.com forward slash group, G-R-O-U-P. It is a six-week goal setting program. We'll be starting in January. Um, and as always, you can reach out to me via DM on Instagram. Hit me up over there. I'm at chasingwonderment or kate at chasingwonderment.com. Basically, look up Chasing Wonderment and you're going to find me. <laughs> All of the links that I've mentioned, everything that I mentioned, you can read this episode over on the show notes. It is chasingwonderment.com forward slash five zero. Guys, this is episode 50. How did I only just realize that as I'm recording it? 
what? Oh my gosh, that's huge. Guys, I've stuck with something for 50 episodes. <laughs> it feels so good. Okay, friend, thank you so much for being here. I hope you have an amazing day. Whatever else you do, please keep chasing wonderment. And I'll see you next week. Hey there, if you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.